Hello everyone, thank you for joining us. Um, my name is Hannah Maxwell. I am a performance maker and podcasting person um, and the niece of uh, my uncle Glyn who is joining me here. Hello. Um, who are you Glyn? I'm a poet called Glyn Maxwell and um, <laughs> I had made so much money out of poetry that I decided to do uh, something else so I invented a game. <laughs> And then I got my niece, Hannah Maxwell, who's right here, to um, help Hello. me develop it. <laughs> and uh, and now we've made some podcasts out of it. Yes. Um, Glyn made this little card game involving a, a deck of loads of people that we knew. Family, friends, old wood, school teachers, people who used to live down the road. Um, and this sort of mad game, which was originally called Perfect Day. But yeah, yeah. Then, apparently uh, someone had written a song called that, so we couldn't do that. Yeah, Lou Reed's estate. We're not happy about how massive this has got. So, um, um, And then I went off and played it with a load of friends uh, when I was away at New Year's and sort of came back and, and thought, this is this is actually quite fun. Let's um, open it out a bit. Let's turn it into a live show. Let's get lots of our performancey poet mates to come and be a part of it. And uh, let's turn it into a podcast. Exactly. And, uh, and we made a new deck of cards on a rainy afternoon. I put down the names of everyone in the world and um, every possible pastime. And um, we're pretty much ready to go with it now. Yeah. So hopefully it will become fairly self-explanatory. You are going to hear we are releasing three pilot episodes, which were recorded on the same night at Camden People's Theatre in London uh, in uh, the 1st of July 2019. Um, there's some amazing guests, there's some wonderful people playing the game, um, uh, and there was a glorious audience as well. So hopefully that should be quite fun to listen to. Uh, but we're recording more of them, and we are having regular live shows in London, and hopefully uh, round about other places. So maybe you'll be able to come and catch some of that. But uh, yeah, hoping these will come out weekly. This is Best Day Ever. And welcome to the first best day ever, ever, a brand new parlor game performance and podcast coming at you live from the village. My name is Hannah Maxwell. I just had to read that off there. And I will soon be joined by a very special guest who will have 24 hours of adventure luxury and or deviance planned out for them by our three competing village guides. The first village guides and the best ever. Let's bring them out now. We have in the red sash, setting off her hair nicely, theater maker Lucy Bond. Get that sash on. Lovely. Give us a twirl. Marvelous. That twirl will work really well in the audio only format. Uh, next up in the blue sash, it's actor Danny Swanson. Uh, keep the applause going. <laughs> Fantastic. And in the yellow sash, it's poet, playwright, Uncle Glyn Maxwell. Are we all down? Are we there? Lucy, how are you feeling? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm fine, thanks. Great. Fantastic. Danny, you all right? just want to beat Glyn. 
You just want to beat Glyn. I do. Where he has played this game a lot more, but we'll see how we go. <laughs> uh, whilst our guides are concocting their plans for the day, you can start looking at your cards there. Let me take you on a walk through the village as it slumbers in the pre-dawn mists. On the bowling green, the dew lies heavy. A single star still hangs far above the clock tower. Fluorescent light begins to flicker in the basement of the pie shop. And as the first rays of morning hit the freshly painted gables of the tiny, bashful train station, an equally tiny, bashful train. Here it comes now, a tiny, bashful train chugs in to platform 12. A figure steps out, carrying nothing but a look of wonder and expectation. It's the marvelous novelist, screenwriter, and improviser. It's Miss Kate Davies. Come and join me here, Kate. Wonder and expectation. Hello, how are you feeling? Well, Village, I'm feeling very excited. Are you happy to be here, just very, off the train? Very happy, although I'm worried about what's going on in the basement of the pie shop, to be honest. But anyway, well, we always are. We'll find out later. Maybe your adventures will take <laughs> you over there. Uh, now, how do you normally like to spend your days off? Um, I like to do a little bit of relaxing, perhaps a little bit of yoga, perhaps maybe some swimming in the Kenwood Ladies' Ponds. That's always a good option. That sounds lovely. Guys, you listening there? Some possible clues for how to get your offers chosen. Um, have you got a best day ever already in your life thus far? There was, I had a really nice day in Yorkshire once. Marvellous, great. <laughs> so without further ado, I'm gonna send you off into the village to meet your guides. Please go and take a seat. It's the morning. Glyn, we're going to turn to you first for the first offer ever of Best Day Ever. No pressure. I would think you've, you've come off the train, Kate. You feel you, you didn't intend to be travelling here and you feel kind of free, perhaps. Mm. And um, you don't know the village well. But somebody is coming towards you. You can't quite make out who, who, who it is. They're coming to you through the fields. Um, and you're thinking, no one knows me here. I could, I could do anything I like here. I could like do, I could do the most criminal thing I've ever done in my life oh. in this village, and I've got just the man to do it with. Okay. I am going to run through a wheat field <laughs> with Martin Clunes. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Really Famously carefree. Yeah. I do quite fancy that. I think you guys should stop playing now. It's, that's it. That's <laughs> it. Uh, we're going to move round. Uh, Lucy, you up there in the red? Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, well, that's nice. Um, <laughs> a very good morning activity. But maybe you're quite hungry. Definitely. So maybe you want to have a massive fry up Ooh. with Helen Mirren. Oh. <laughs> have to say come oh, on popular in the audience there that's just fans of fireball fans of helen mirren both at the same time <laughs> <laughs> moving on to danny what's your offer well you know you, you've just arrived i don't yeah. want you to kind of get hay fevery too early do you suffer from hay fever i do actually yeah. well there you go yeah. that's not going to work with martin point, uh, yeah. and then the massive fright with helen the food and drinks going to come later let's do something yeah. a little bit more tasteful 
let's meet somebody, a, a national treasure, yeah. and let's have, on your first morning in the village, a wonderful piggyback ride Ooh. with Judy Dench. Oh. Come on. Oh. Come on. Which way round? Is she carrying me or vice versa? Whatever you prefer. Okay. Kinky. Interesting. <laughs> uh, Dame Judy Dench. We'll have to put that in on post. <laughs> and Helen Mirren. And Dame Helen Mirren. Yeah. I love that you said national treasure just for Judy Dench. Obviously, Helen Mirren and arguably Martin Clunes, all national treasures. Marvellous. Yeah. Um, Kate, we're going to turn to you. Do you want us to talk Gosh. us through some of your decision-making here? Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, there really is a lot to think about, and I am extremely torn. So, from the bottom up... Oh, um, are we looking at Judy Dench with that? I'm just looking up? at Judy, because <laughs> Judy obviously is very high on my list of celebrities I'd like to hang out with, but I'm just not sure the piggyback ride has in, in within it the kind of dignity that I think Judy deserves. <laughs> And I have quite a bad back. Plus, I don't suppose she's going to be able to carry me. So I, very sadly, not sure that that will work. Any, you know what I mean? Any disagreement from the audience there? Any fans of the Judy Dench option? Who would have gone for Judy Dench? One person, one hand there. Yeah. Thank I, you. I'd like to remind you, it's a podcast, so hands in the air, not necessarily helpful for what we're trying to achieve. And then, okay, the other two options, I am honestly finding it quite hard to choose between them. And I know that sound, might sound quite strange, but... It's kind of the idea, so this is working well. Yeah, so massive fry up, kind of appealing, but sometimes I get quite bad IBS. Not oh. sure, not sure that'll work for me. Like Kate, extra, Kate, extra, it's not just a fry up, it's a massive ma fry Yeah, it's a up, massive okay? fry up. Yeah. Extra and tomatoes. Yeah, but also perhaps some extra toast, and I yeah. just don't know if that's going to work for my stomach. Oh. Love Helen Mirren, but I'm just feeling a little bit shy and nervous. And I don't, again, quite high pressure, one one on one conversation over breakfast. Um, running, and I have to say, I don't know, and despite the hay fever, which is a very good point, I do fancy a bit of cardio when I've just got off a train. And I haven't thought about the fact that Martin Clunes exists for a really long time. And. I quite fancy getting reacquainted. So I think I'm going to go for running through a wheat field with Martin Clunes. Yes. Goodness me. That was some excellent decision making. Thanks I very think much. maybe none of us have thought that much about Martin Clunes, but we all will now. <laughs> running through a wheat field. Is Theresa May in the village? She could join you. No, is thanks. she? I don't know if she is. Uh, so at the end of that round, Glyn has won. So that's one point for Glyn in the yellow. Yes, uh, one point for Glyn. <laughs> <laughs> the army of supporters go absolutely wild. One point for Glyn, and he also wins an additional hazard card oh, for no. use later in the game. So definite advantage in winning there. And now into the afternoon. Best Rice is higher in the sky. Birds are chirping. A cricket match is being played. Uh, there are gorgeous <laughs> smells of bacon still emanating from Helen Mirren's bungalow, where she eats alone. <laughs> and there in the distance, the fields of wheat are shaking. There's a naked Martin Clunes. Did it say naked? Oh, you did not say that. <laughs> mm, I'm, I'm adding that in. There's a naked Martin Clunes and Kate Davies skip merry along onto the horizon. And I notice where they're falling, they're coming just back around the scout hut. So I nip in there to intercept. Kate, how was your morning? It was very vigorous and thrilling. 
guides, how are we feeling? Are we ready for the afternoon round? Yes. Yeah. Yeah? Confident? Yes. Excited. Okay. Let's return to the afternoon. Uh, let's start off with the winner of the previous round, which was Glyn and the Yellow Sash. Glyn, do you have an offer for Kate's afternoon? Yes, I do. Good, um, great. Yes. Uh, I feel... Now, now you know you can trust me as a guide because I'm always going to present the, the most beautiful option. And you spent the morning in a wheat field. Mm -hmm. So I always think in life, if you spent the morning in a wheat field, why not spend the afternoon in another wheat field? <laughs> yeah? That's how, kind of how I work. So um, there's a lot going on in this other wheat field. You, 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 uh, you finished with Martin. It was tiring. You, you've got a spot of lunch somewhere. And now you're looking for something else to do. And you you hear the enormous kind of sounds coming from this other wheat, wheat field, rumbling sounds, and uh, it sounds like it, really exciting. And, um, but somehow, cutting across all the sound of gunfire and cannon fire, there's this really soft voice describing all the human creatures and why they're causing such, such pain to each other. Very obvious what I'm describing to everybody. <laughs> it's English Civil War reenactment <laughs> with David Attenborough. English Civil War reenactment with David Attenborough. I think he was, he was making documentaries back when that was happening, wasn't he? But... <laughs> oh, we have a but. They, you are giggling inanely. They are giggling inanely <laughs> at everything you say. Oh, that doesn't sound So fun, Lucy's played the first hazard there. So you've got your Civil, <laughs> civil War reenactment with David Attenborough, but he's, he's, got the, he's, he's, he's got had the something, he's dropped a little something, he's, very, he's enjoying yeah. everything you say. Can I... Does that make it not serious at all and not what you want? <laughs> Can I just say that there's giggling inanely and there's David Attenborough giggling inanely? <laughs> and it's not the same. Yeah, it's true. more horrible. That's very true. Can anyone in the audience do an impression of David Attenborough giggling inanely? <laughs> no. Good, good, good. Anyone else? Come on. <laughs> that was uncanny. <laughs> Yes, no, that was, that was giggling inanely. Yeah. <laughs> David Atterman needed some work. Let's uh, move on. Lucy, what have you got in store for Kate? Um, so you've done this reenactment. You've been laughed at by David Attenborough because he's a very patronising man. Mm -hmm. We all love him, but mm -hmm. we know he's got a secretly secret nasty side, yep. <laughs> don't we? Um, so to sort of take the edge off of all of this, because it's probably quite intense, um, why don't you visit a whiskey distillery? Yeah. For a lovely whiskey with Charlie Brooker. Ooh. A very oh. cynical whiskey <laughs> with Charlie but, Brooker. Uh, oh. oh no! Unfortunately, Twist. Charlie Brooker, from everything you've seen on the telly, turns out to be the most boring person oh. you've ever met. <laughs> oh God! Just ask Connie Hutt. Oh God! Oh, he's heavily scripted, so obviously. Difficult. Yeah. Okay, all right, well, let's see what you've got. Well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> back to the Civil War again. I, I'm thinking, I'm trying to build up your day. It's, your day's going to get crazy later on. Well, I'm just trying Good. to build it up slowly. You've yeah. had a fairly gentle morning. Yeah. I thought afternoon is like a gateway oh. drug to the evening. So yeah. I thought, well, what a lovely thing to do. I'm going to put two very violent things together for you. Uh, and you are going to go, I think you'll love this, you're going to go Beekeeping. Yes. With the one and only Steam at Fadden. Oh, God. Come on, that's going to kick off, isn't it? 
<laughs> you need a whiskey after that. What? Oh. Oh. All three hazards played. He asks if you realise he is the Messiah. <laughs> that makes it better. That makes it better. Oh, this is very stressful. That's wonderful. Definitely going to have a very stressful afternoon. My morning was so relaxing. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of activity going on here. Yeah. So we've got three options. I want the audience, can you cheer for the one that you would go for? So uh, you can respond to this, Kate. You can do the exact opposite of what okay. they say. Would you want to be pretend to be the Cavaliers and the Roundheads with a ridiculously giggling David Attenborough? It's gone down well. Do you want to get some whiskeys at the distillery with incredibly dull Charlie Brooker? Yeah, yeah still sold on that. Or do you want to go beekeeping with Steve Jesus McFadden? Ignore them. It's your day, Kate. Talk us through what you're thinking. So, okay. I do like a little bit of amateur dramatics. <gasps> so that, the Civil War reenactment's really tempting. And I do, of course, love Sir David Attenborough. Don't we all? But I, I just, I'm concerned about the laughing because I don't like people to laugh. Hang on, let's do this with sound effects. Me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's Great. quite gentle laughing. I think the crucial thing is, is he laughing with me because I'm so funny at being a roundhead, or he, he was, does, yes. is he mocking me? No, no, he was not laughing with you. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, very yeah. important. No further information. Inanely at you. Mm, I mean, yeah. yeah, okay. And then the whiskey, really obviously love a whiskey distillery, quite like Charlie Brooker, mm. don't like boring people. And that's and an afternoon is quite a long time to spend with someone who's really boring. So I'm going to You'd be say, pissed, though, with the whiskey. Yeah, I know, but then I might be hungover for my evening, you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm going to turn that one down. And I'm really what? sorry because that's... Just straight up. I'm, stra I'm straight up. I don't want to spend a really boring afternoon with Charlie Brooker. <laughs> you know, you I just, think, I just you don't want to do think it. think about it. No. Of course, I have thought about it. Okay. And then, of course, down we, here we are with the beekeeping. And, of course, be and being a 21st century woman, I am excited about the ideas of, of keeping bees. I want to save the bees. I, I am scared of bees, too. <laughs> Um, I don't like the idea of being stung. But I'm guessing there's going to be some kind of protective there's outfit. so many thoughts in your head. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Steve McFadden. I don't, does anyone actually know much about Steve McFadden? Yeah, I do, actually, yeah. We've got time. <laughs> he attacked me with a porky once in a pub. Did he yeah, really? Yeah, really? So nice, he is quite, really a, nice guy. That really quite happened, a violent yeah. person. Oh my God. Uh, but in a jokey way, uh, he's, he's better when he's around bees. And that was before he realised he was the messiah, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was a very naughty boy. Yeah. That sounds quite stressful. I'm going to go with the English... I mean, I did not know I was going to say that when those cards were dealt, but I'm going to go with the English Civil War reenactment with David Attenborough. I'm really, I'm really sorry. I'm, I'm playing this from the heart. It was the impression, wasn't it? It was, it was, the, it was it, definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty the good. Friendly impression. Well, there we have it. Kate is going off to do English Civil War reenactment with a, an inanely giggling Sir David Attenborough. And that means that Glyn is the proud recipient of another point. Glyn has two points. Glyn has two points. Yes, that's the right energy that we want. And gets another yellow hazard card storming away now. Can Lucy and Danny catch him? Can we? Can, uh, can we? I don't, Come on, I'm uh, rooting for well, you. Well, you, you can draw with him. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. looking a little bit touch we and go. Catch him. Okay. Good luck, Lucy. But now we move into <laughs> the evening. <laughs> Thank you.
The air is growing colder. There's a big crowd outside on the curb by the Rosen Crown where everyone's having their after work drinks. Bees flying gaily away from the bee sanctuary. Where'd you keep bees? Steve McFadden would know, but he's struggling. He needed another hand on deck and he hasn't got it. Meanwhile, incredibly pissed, Charlie Brooker waddles out of the whiskey distillery and no one is amused or interested at all, dull as he is. <laughs> uh, but I hear the sound of fake muskets being sh uh, shot in the distance, so I'm going to toddle back over to um, the rugby field, I think this is where they probably do it in the village, and catch back up with Kate to discuss how your afternoon has been of your best day ever. It has been uh, quite violent, um, quite... Good, good. Uh, quite fun, uh -huh. um, and I don't feel mocked, which was the main thing. Yeah. Were you worried about that? I was worried that David's laughter would be mocking, but it wasn't. It was he was laughing with me all the time. So I do have to ask: Were the were the whole swathes of people doing the reenactment, or was it just you? <laughs> no, and no, no. There were loads of us. Oh, thank yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There were loads of us, and he was just commenting what we were doing, but I was doing better than everybody else. So it's great. Did you win? I don't um, even know who yeah. actually won. Um, the the roundheads, and I was a roundhead. Fabulous! Congratulations! Yeah. <laughs> Thanks very much. That's just Steve McFadden was with the roundheads with the pool. Yeah, he definitely would. <laughs> <laughs> so for the evening, we start once again with the winner of the last round. That is Glyn. Do you have your first offer for how Kate should spend her evening? Well, I know exactly how Kate should spend her evening. She's she's been in a wheat field all day, two, two different wheat fields uh, in, in remarkably different circumstances, um, but with national treasures. And um, I'm going I'm to keep, a, I think now she, she just wants to sit somewhere quietly. And um, I'm not going to say where this is happening. It just, it's just happening because she walks, she walks off the battlefield with David Attenborough, the only survivors of the brutal English Civil War reenactment, and still giggling inanely. And there in the distance is a, a, a man she thinks she recognizes, and she catches his eye. It's a lovely moment. Catches her eye, and their, their eyes lock. And it's about, I don't know, it's about seven in the evening, and their eyes lock until after midnight. I think what you're going to do is gaze into the eyes of Hugh Laurie. <laughs> That's a tough one to beat, is it not? It's a piercing glare. That's both and I don't even have a hitch card anymore, so I have no way out. It's half twelve. <laughs> and you, because you like netball. <laughs> I know do, you, do you? I had a chat with Kate She's earlier She's been on. Uh, doing I'll a bit of pre-research. Cheating. <laughs> cheating. Some call it cheating. It's just intel. <laughs> so you like a bit of cardio. So maybe at half past midnight, you might like to go... Ballroom dancing. Ooh. Sound alternative to Netmore. Absolutely. <laughs> With Dawn French. Oh, come on. Very That's warm response. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, pretty good. Who, who would lead? We'd take it in turns. Oh, it's lovely. <laughs> uh, Danny, it's, it's you, you're up. These are strong. They're yeah. kind of dull strong. I mean, they're strong, <laughs> but they're not. They're, they ain't much fun. And you're having your best day ever. You're not it's having true. your lamest day ever. Uh, it's been mm -hmm. Clunes, Attenborough, then Laurie. They're too nice. Um, I've got my own intel on you. I know that you eat food. 
I do. Yeah, that's true. That's that's a relief um, because um, I think you're going to enjoy this. And it, I said we're going to sort of spice it up as we go along. This is going to last a few hours. Yeah, it's kind of um, reenacting that scene with uh, Alan Bates when they uh-huh. kind of got down and dirty and wrestling. Uh, you're going to go mud wrestling. Yeah. With the one and only, and there's a three course meal for you afterwards. Okay. Jamie Oliver mud wrestling. Oh. Come on, that's more fun. I, I do really have to point out that the three-course meal is not part of the pastime uh-huh. card. So uh-huh. it is just the Oh, mothers. okay. I misread it. He's got some food on the picture. He does have He's some, holding some he's food. He's just going to be holding some food, he which is going to hamper his mud-wrestling skills. Food he's just been looking at like that. <laughs> <laughs> he does look pretty keen on it. Okay, so this is my... I think that I would enjoy every single one of these options, probably. Okay, great. Just do them all. So, uh, I, but I don't think... I just don't know... I don't think I can deal with Jamie Oliver with mud. I just don't think I could do it. I think I mean, it pans in weird places. It's stressful. And sometimes he sounds a bit... I've heard him on Women's Hour and he wasn't very nice to Jane Garvey. So... Ooh, um, you, you can rest with him. Fired. I could. I could take yes. that out on Get him. Get your own back. Um, really tempted by the gazing into the eyes of Hugh Laurie. Love Hugh Laurie. What a national treasure. Three hours of eye gazing, bit intense. Mm. However, really, I mean, what a national treasure. And also, I have been hanging out with men for quite a lot of the day. <laughs> I'm definitely going to choose the ballroom dancing with Dawn yeah. Fred. Yeah. Fabulous. Well, that builds up the tension. <laughs> Who, who's, we got Lucy, that was yours, correct? Yeah, that's, Lucy's that got a point, got a yeah. point on the board. It's one point for Lucy. Yeah. And she has a hazard card. Goodness me, anything could happen. Super spicy. We're now moving into night time. The sky has darkened. There's the sound of owls and crickets. I downloaded this earlier, it's great. Let that play for a little bit, marvelous. There's a moon, crescent moon, high in the sky. Uh, an incredibly filthy Jamie Oliver waddles past the Rose and Crown, looking moody. And <laughs> Hugh Laurie is staring at a wall. <laughs> but it's time for Kate's final part of the day. It's been incredibly busy. She ran through a wheat field with Martin Clunes. Uh, and then she was in another field with David Attenborough doing a Civil War reenactment. And she has just recently been ballroom dancing with the gorgeous Dawn Friends. But how is she going to bring her day to a close. So your best day is 24 hours. You were stuck in this village from dawn on one day to dawn the next. So this is pub, last order's been called, everyone's pushed out into the street. Kate, how are you going to be spending your dark, dead of night hours? But first, tell me, please, yeah. please tell me how your evening dancing with Dawn French was. It was amazing. She is really light on her feet and knows the foxtrot brilliantly. So she she led for most of it, I've got to say. That sounds incredibly romantic. It was, it was pretty romantic. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Have you got a little sparkle in your eye? Yeah, I do. Well, she's sad not to be spending the rest of the night with you. She was sad, but that's just the way things go. Well, hopefully we'll be able to maybe find a bit more romance in the rest of the night or something else, something a little bit more dangerous. How do you want to feel like bringing your night to a close? How do I feel like? What do you, what do you feel like next? You, you guys, you've, you're, you guides, You've always got. You've already got your offers plugged in there. So I'm just interested yeah. in what you would go for. I've been doing for. quite a lot of active things. So maybe something a bit more relaxing. 
Maybe no changing, no changing. More, uh, no, you start with it. Perhaps something, maybe more food. You know, that kind of. I'm, I'm having a bit more of a chilly, sort of chill, chilled evening after chilled my evening. very active day. Well, we'll yeah. see if they can give let's that see, to you. See. We're going to start off with Lucy this time, the winner of the evening round. You said I know that you like relaxing as much that. as you like cardio. Um, so I think at this point you're at the bottom of a hill, and then you slowly walk up to the top of the hill with your partner and you sit down on the grass and you look up because you're stargazing with Mary Kondo. <laughs> oh. Mm. Very, very neat stars. Yeah. Yeah. Really stars. folded that picnic blanket well. That is interesting. She unravels it perfectly. Okay. I'm going to think about that. With Mary Kondo, we're going to swing round the table to Danny. Okay, well, um, you've already turned down one famous chef. And one of the other things <laughs> I noticed about you, as well as the food thing, is I've, I know that you walk. Yeah. I saw you walking earlier. <laughs> uh, and um, uh, I thought maybe you kind of, you're kind of not sure what you want to do. You've written off the day. You've regretted all your decisions so far. Uh, and so you go for a little kind of walk around, and then you end up, Bit midsummer night streamy mm -hmm. in the woods. As you said, you're a bit peckish by now. Mm -hmm. I bet you'd like to know, like you'd like a kind of a, a flaxen head forager to turn up. Mm -hmm. So for your evening, you're going to get lost in the woods with Hugh Fernley Whittingstall. Oh. Come on, oh. that's going to go crazy. Some groans in the audience there. Not a, not a fan of Hugh or, or the woods. Would be creepy. He's better when he's lost. <laughs> interesting. Very <Famously>. interesting. <laughs> uh, Glyn, please bring us home with your offer. Well, th these are, I think they, the, the other guides in the village, my colleagues, they mean well. They want you to have a good time. But stargazing with Marie Kondo, I mean, I can't think of any less relaxing stargazing <laughs> than somebody telling you which star should actually be over there. <laughs> they could be in a little box there. And does you, it you spark need, joy? You don't need no. that whole constellation <laughs> at all. Um, and then getting lost in the... Well, look, in the picture, he's holding a big cabbage or something. And, uh, <laughs> do you want to really be in the lo lost in the woods with him? I've got a man who... <laughs> he, just, he just knows everything. He, I, 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 I see him every day, and he's always telling me interesting facts. He's got his finger on the pulse of politics of... Uh, uh, no, he doesn't. I'm just trying to win the round. Um, <laughs> You want, you want to get away from it all. You want to be on the border of sea and land. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I'm just thinking, <laughs> this, is the, this is the man to be there with. Give me the points. It's keeping a lighthouse with Philip Schofield. Wow. Oh, goodness me. But. Wow. <gasps> oh. I don't have any yellow cards left. No, that's it. No, no hazards being played. Those are three incredibly sort of poetic options. <laughs> On a hilltop stargazing with Mary Kondo. Um, keeping a lighthouse <laughs> with Philip Schofield. Or getting lost in the woods with Hugh Fernley Weddingsaw and a large cabbage. Uh, Kate, how are you feeling about these three delicious ways in which to finish your best day ever? I'm feeling confused because these are three people that I've never aspired to spend any time with. <laughs> I do, I like all of the options, 
but I'm just it's just the people that I'm struggling with a little bit. You might have to discount okay. them. And okay, let's, let's, let's go. Activity. Let's go from the top. Okay. I'm, I do not know yet what I'm going to choose. So keeping Ooh. a lighthouse, I'm concerned there's some skill involved, and I do not have that skill. I do not want any ships to crash. Thousands Concern dead. Philip one. Schofield to blame. Philip Schofield, I'm not sure he has those skills either. <laughs> he seems, you just yeah. switch a light on, count to three and switch it on. Okay. Switch it on again. It does and sound then, fairly and straightforward. And you can share that with Phil. He'll That's do true. half of it. He'll, he'll be able to do half of three. Yeah. Um, uh, Philip seems like a very nice man. I saw him actually when I was a child in uh, Joseph and his Technicolor Dreamcoat. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Okay, stargazing with Marie Kondo. I really appreciate Marie Kondo's uh, tidying skills. She has revolutionised my underpant drawer. Um, Do tell us more. Uh, you just she, you fold the, the the crotch and then you fold the two sides and then it stands up on its own and it's brilliant. I did that and they lasted so like not. a week. Oh, I, I, I still going going strong. You have to step out of them first. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, Stargate, and I, I do like this option. Actually, I'm warming to it Love because it. obviously in London you don't get to see a lot of stars. And I believe that Marie might know more about stars than me. Mm. Okay, um, getting She's lost very in the spiritual. She is pretty spiritual. She always thanks the clothes. I like that. Yeah, um, weird. Getting weird. lost in the woods with Hugh Fernley Whittingstall. I quite like the idea of getting lost in the woods, but obviously also fraught with danger. Um, Hugh Fernley Whittingstall, I don't know a lot about him. Obviously, he would probably be able to find us some food to keep us alive. He's also famous for carrying torches. He's not Bear grills. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm going to gender balance my day and I'm going to hang out with Marie Kondo staring at stars. Oh, okay. <laughs> Stargazing with Marie. Would anyone, would anyone have sorry. gone to the lighthouse with Philip Schofield? <laughs> yeah, some solid ones there. For like one night or the rest of your life? Well, goodness me, I, I think that's all four rounds of Kate's day done. We've got to take her back to the station now, um, where it comes in. It's, uh, the, the line was broken for 24 hours, but it's fixed now, so you can leave. But before you go, Kate, I would love you to talk us through what you've done in the past 24 hours. Yeah. Well, um, I got off But before the, you do oh, sorry. that, because this is a pilot... <laughs> I've forgotten the first. I need to announce that who did Mary Kondo? Was that you? Yeah. Marvellous, Lucy. Lucy went to point. Yay! Kate, keep thinking about how you're going to sum up your day. I will. We'll come back to that very shortly. You don't win another card because we're all done now. But that means at the end of the night round, Lucy has two and Glyn has two, which is incredibly tense. Ooh. Ooh. And Danny has zero, which is not... <laughs> but well done Danny big clap for Danny did very well yeah none of his options chosen which means that we need to do a sudden death a decider so dun, Lucy dun, dun. and Glyn you're not going to have very long to do this out of the cards that you have left people and pastimes take a look at them oh, okay. you need to come up with one singular offer timeless offer that Kate's going to choose between just to win it Glyn, first, please. Um, well, you've got no options. Hit the fetish nightclub. Ooh. <laughs> with UN ambassador Emma Watson. Oh. It's the village fetish Pretty bar strong. Pretty with Emma strong. Watson, located just behind the rugby club. That is pretty strong. Lucy, we turn to yours. Something just as, if not more, exciting. <laughs> Spend a night in the museum Ooh. with Billy Piper. Oh. 
Oh, goodness me. All right, audience, help Kate out. You've got 10 seconds to think about this, Kate. Audience, what we go? Will we go for Fetish Bar with Emma Watson? Okay, pretty strong. Or Night at the Museum with Billy Piper? Pretty evenly matched. I think the audience might be tending towards some leather and change with Emma Watson, but Kate, what would you go for out of those two? I'm going to go for the Fetish Nightclub with Emma Watson. She's gone, it's decided. Yeah. Decided how wonderful it would be. So tell you what, you're gonna just, you can finish stargazing quickly and then nip. Yeah. It's open till very early in the morning, the fetish bar. Yeah. But Glyn, you have won the designer. So the first winner ever of Best Day Ever is Glyn Maxwell in the Yellow Sash. <laughs> Marvellous. Now, now we can come to Kate as I'm dropping you off at the train station. Please tell us all about your day. I had the most amazing time, honestly. So it started out, ran through this wheat field with Martin Clunes. I beat him. We were having a race through the wheat field, just to, I didn't to clarify. It was, it was. Um, and he thought that I was really funny and delightful. Uh, he offered me my own TV show. I said, yes, thanks, Martin. Um, but first, I've just got a few things I've got to do first. So then I went off to this other wheat field nearby and I got into this amazing armor and I took part in this incredible uh, English Civil War reenactment. It was very, um, it was really, I had a kind of out of body experience, really. It really transported me back to a different time. And extra out-of-body experience because the whole thing was narrated by Sir David Attenborough. Um, and he... Let's giggle one more time. <laughs> he was giggling, but it was... A there very, it goes. It was a very flattering sort of giggle, honestly, and it made me feel really, really good about myself. Um, and then David and I had some really nice lunch together in the local pub. Um, I had a ploughman's and he went for a jacket potato. This is going um, into a gorgeous level of detail that yeah. I would expect of a novelist. Absolutely. Uh, then Dawn came to pick me up in a, in a cab and she <laughs> took me to um, the ballroom dancing uh, venue. Eventual. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and um, we both changed into our ballroom dancing outfits. She was she went for a tux. I was more of a gown Ooh. sort of situation. Um, and then we uh, did lots of the American, whatever it's called, the foxtrot. We did a bit of the tango. Um, it was great. She was really wonderful, a great dance partner. And I think we became best friends, um, which is really nice. Uh, so we swapped numbers and then <laughs> it was dark. Uh, so I went outside and Marie Kondo was there. It was amazing. Um, and she just said, Do you? Oh, she said lots. There was a translator because she only speaks Japanese, um, but that didn't, it wasn't a problem. Um, and we went outside and we went, we looked at the, at the stars, and she told me all about them. She is a surprisingly uh, well versed in astronomy. Uh, she told me, and I, I made notes, so now I'll always know what the stars are when I look up at them. The so, translator was actually Hugh Fernley Whittingstall. <laughs> <laughs> that would be why. Um, and she she gave me her number as well and said she'd come around and help me tidy up my house, which is just very generous of her. Um, and then Emma just dropped by and was like, you hey, Kate. You didn't exchange numbers with Martin Clunes? Not, not no, I didn't. Sorry. I didn't, actually. That's true. Emails, email addresses. Okay, great. Um, uh, yeah, Emma came by and was like, hey, I'm just going to go down to Hardon. Uh, do you want to come? And I was like, yeah, sure. Uh, so we went, and she. We had a very feminist time, though, obviously, because she's a feminist. I'm a feminist. So we had we did some very feminist fetish together. Mm, yeah. uh, it's good good times. That's all I've got to say about that. A lady never tells. <laughs> and that was. It was my best day ever. It was her best day ever. <laughs> Absolutely marvelous.
goodness me. Thank you ever so much to our guides, Glyn Maxwell, Lucy Bond and Danny Swanson, and of course, the marvelous Kate Davies. Thank you to Amy Daniels and Tom Wilson on the tech, David Stark and Adelaide on the photography. And uh, this has been filmed and recorded live at Camden People's Theatre, London, in front of the best audience ever. <laughs>